0: Of the day. Quote of the day. I said this quote the other day to to woman friend, and she gave me that, you know, that's kind of queer look. Anyway, here's the quote of the day. It's kind of fun to think the impossible. It's kind of fun to think the impossible. So who came up with that quote? Me. Indeed. Um, it is the holiday season. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You walk through the radio station, you see the decorations. I said to Adam, I said, when did we start putting up all of these decorations around here? And he said he didn't remember it from from last year. I got to be honest with you. I'm sitting here thinking I didn't remember Adam from last year. Well, that that that's my brain. Anyway, I'm I'm sure he was here. He he said so. I don't remember Adam being oh, Of course he was. He was he was our he was our reporter at the school committee. And also at the city council meetings. I remember that now. I do remember, Adam. You were there. And Adam will be with us in about five minutes with another update. Holiday parade and tree lighting. Maybe that's the reason when I I drove through downtown, only two people were stumbling, stumbling around. One on Pleasant Street, another one on Purchase. Actually turning from Purchase to go down Union Street. I thought she was going to just bump into the into the car. I think she was trying to wave me on. And I'm looking at her like, yeah, okay, you wave me on. Next thing you know, you're jumping out in front of the car and whoops, they're going to say, oh, Brian, you had one of those senior moments. At any rate, downtown was pretty empty today and, you know, early this morning. But I expect there to be quite a few people, for one thing, the. High school, the New Bedford High School marching band, the Color Guard. They're gonna be starting from about the Whaling Museum on, on William Street, making their way up the hill. And then the annual tree lighting ceremony takes place at about five o'clock. The the marching band and whatnot that starts about four thirty today. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred, as I mentioned earlier, home. Heating oil prices are up, and if you're, if you're like me, you've torqued up the heat just a little bit. Now, we happen to heat with gas, but I remember in all the days back when, when I used to heat with oil, and I, my preference is oil heat mixed with a wood stove, But uh, that's not a preference in in this particular case. I would take oil heat any day, any day, over gas heat. That stated. Home heating oil prices. According to the Energy Information Administration here in the Commonwealth, down about a penny from last week. Uh, Right now it's at $4.18 a gallon. A year ago, a year ago, we were paying $5.08 a gallon for home heating oil. So I guess we should be a little bit happier. But I got to admit, when I was paying for oil, I was paying maybe two, two something a gallon. And I thought that was expensive in and of itself. And for the time, I guess it was. Gasoline prices, though. Now, I don't know how much we, we really should complain, but I'm complaining anyway. Bristol County, regular unleaded gasoline, three dollars18 cents a gallon. That's the average. I went by BJs on the way in. It was 293 for regular unleaded. And I believe the Speedway, don't quote me on this, I I think it was Speedway that I saw that that had actually come down under $3 a gallon. So I guess we're getting better. However, if you are getting premium, those prices are pretty high. I guess the moral of the story is maybe you want to just stick with something that doesn't eat up a lot of gas. If you can. But at any rate, three eighteen a gallon in, in Bristol County, uh throughout the Commonwealth, the average price is three dollars thirty-three cents. Last week it was three thirty seven. Last year it was three fifty nine a gallon. That's a lot of do re me. Let's take a quick call before we go to Adam over in Studio Six and seven eights. Hello. Hey, Bryce. Hey, Bryce. Right?
1: So you're you're right in my wheelhouse. Al. So I always love talking about economics and, and gas prices because for some reason Americans love to talk about. That's a huge pain point for them, and they'll go travel all over the all over the town to save three cents. Um, one thing on a national level. Um, I'm reading a lot of the industrial magazines of the oil within the oil industry, and it turns out that America is actually producing more energy uh, than it um, actually consumes. So we are a net exporter. We are the world's superpower of energy exports.
0: But what does that really mean? Are we talking gas? Are we talking oil? We're we're talking electricity.
1: Energy in general. So natural gas, oil, all petroleum products, every, in regards to energy. So all the energy that we produce from wind, solar, and including oil and including natural gas. Uh, we are an energy superpower. We, on the oil front itself specifically, we're producing more oil in the United States than any country in the world. And ever in the history of the United States, over 13 million barrels of oil is being produced right now per day in the United States. Wow,
0: that's excellent. That's excellent. Uh, I I, I got the music in the background, so I'm going to say thank you. Great call. I appreciate it. Let's go over to Studio 6 and 7H for the Bad Bass Update.
2: Thank you, Brian. Here are some of the national stories we are following. The Texas Supreme Court is halting a judge's ruling that would allow a woman to have an abortion in the state. Kate Cox asked for the judge for an abortion because her fetus was diagnosed with a fatal condition that could endanger her health. On Thursday, Cox won a temporary restraining order that would allow her to end the pregnancy. On Friday, the Texas Supreme Court put a temporary hold on that ruling, quote, without regard to the merits. Republican Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton says Cox does not meet the criteria for a medical exemption that hospitals would face legal consequences if they gave her an abortion. Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, is apologizing for her responses during a congressional hearing. Jim Forbes has the latest. The presidents of Harvard, MIT, and UPenn
1: were asked whether calls for the genocide of Jewish people would violate their codes of conduct. All three presidents said the answer depended on the context. In an interview with the Harvard Crimson... Gay says she got caught up in the, quote, combative exchange about policies and procedures. Gay added that she should have responded to the question by saying threats against the university's Jewish students have no place at Harvard. I'm Jim Forbes.
2: The U.S. is vetoing a U.N. resolution that calls for a ceasefire in Gaza. On Friday, the United Arab Emirates put forth the resolution, calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in the war between Israel and Hamas. Thirteen members voted in favor of the resolution, while the U.S. voted against it, and the United Kingdom abstained. The deputy U.S. ambassador to the U.N. said the draft resolution was rushed and, quote, divorced from reality. Bond is set at half a million dollars for the son of a U.S. senator linked to the death of a North Dakota deputy. Officials say the 42-year-old son of North Dakota Republican Kevin Kramer remains in custody for his alleged role in the death of Sheriff's Deputy Paul Martin. Martin was on duty when Ian Kramer allegedly stole a vehicle in Bismarck before leading deputies on a high-speed chase through Mercer County. A short time later, officials say Kramer crashed his SUV into a parked patrol car, killing Deputy Martin, who was standing nearby. Martin was declared dead at the scene. And President Biden is touting new rail infrastructure for high-speed trains.
3: At long last, we're building the first high-speed rail project in our nation's history, and it started here.
2: Biden spoke in Las Vegas, Nevada on Friday, where he praised several passenger rail projects funded through new bipartisan infrastructure law. This also includes East-West Rail, which connects Boston to Springfield, Massachusetts. In sports, the Boston Bruins and the Arizona Coyotes face off today at 1 p.m. here in Boston, Massachusetts. Weather forecast, it's going to be a partly sunny day with temperatures reaching 55 degrees. Tonight's forecast, 46 degrees with some fog. And tomorrow's forecast, wind and rain with temperatures reaching 60 degrees. It's currently 41 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
0: Adam, am I to understand that we don't have any kind of connection like Amtrak from Boston to Springfield right now?
2: Well, the, the reality is that there are some lines that go to Springfield, but really none that connects the whole state. East-West Rail is a project that would aim to connect Boston, Worcester, Springfield, and Pittsfield, so goes horizontally throughout the state. So right now, no, there is no interconnecting s- service stops between Boston, Springfield, Pittsfield, and Worcester.
0: Is there any – I don't think there's anything from Boston to Springfield, is there? Oh, maybe there's an Amtrak.
2: Yeah, there is an Amtrak. That's correct. I believe it's from Boston to Springfield, but then it goes to New Haven. Uh, it, it definitely goes in the direction of yeah. Connecticut.
0: Heading down. Yes, heading okay. down. That's Nothing right. Go- and do we have anything that goes to Albany?
2: Uh, I believe so, uh, but, it's a, but I believe it's an express line. Nothing like a, like a passenger local stop.
0: And this is what the president's trying to do.
2: Yes, but it's not just the president. You know, Uh, Charlie Baker, before he left, gave the okay to start the East West Rail and lawmakers are trying to get the funding for it. We have a lot of funding, but it's going to take some time. And this has been a big project of a lot of Western mass lawmakers. Eric Lesser, who ran for lieutenant governor, but lost to Kim Driscoll. Uh, Paul Oliveira, who lives in Springfield, and especially Richard Neal. Richard Neal is the congressman, congressman who represents yeah. Massachusetts 1st Congressional District.
0: Got gotcha. you. Hey, mm-hmm. thank you very much. You're welcome. Adam Bass with the Bad Bass Update Plus. Back to Brian's
1: Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. <laughs>
0: Presley, Biden, but first, let's hear from Jim Phillips in Town Square Sunday. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, everyone. Here's what's happening this week on Town Square Sunday. We'll meet Brittany Botello, the new director of Project Independence Adult Daycare in New Bedford. She is a busy lady, spending a lot of time helping others in the community. Laura Orleans will report on what's happening at the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center in December and January, And in an Encore broadcast, we'll tell you about a new performing arts center that's opening in Fairhaven. I'm Jim Phillips. Join me for Town Square Sunday, Sunday morning at 6 and 11 on 1420 WBSM and 99.5 FM. Thank you very much, Jim. It is time now for the Bitcoin Biz Barometer. As we measure... The Universal Crypto Marketplace for today, December 9th, 2023. Why I got to tell you, if you had just plucked a couple of bucks down on Bitcoin, you would be swimming in some dough. Bitcoin up more than $5,400 from last Saturday morning at this time. Coming in right now at $44,182. You might be thinking, Brian, I don't have $44,000 or even $39,000. You don't need to invest and buy a whole Bitcoin. You can buy your bit in bits. Ethereum is up $283 from last Saturday morning. Coming in at $2,385. XRP at 69 cents, it's up 8 cents. Binance Coin, $244, up 16 bucks. Also up 16 is Solana at $77. Cardano, 62 cents, up 24 cents. Dogecoin is up 2 cents, coming in at 10 cents this morning. And that's your Bitcoin Biz Barometer for today, December 9th. 2023 how accurate are these numbers well not accurate right now from when i wrote them down just a few minutes ago because coinmarketcap.com updates the numbers every single second of every day of the week including saturdays and sundays that's your bitcoin biz barometer for today 508 Zero five hundred to get on to the program today. So Trump, Biden, Presley. I'm not sure what order all of this really goes in. I'm going to do it in my particular order. And it, I don't know about how you feel about this, but to me, it just makes me think, This country is going in the wrong direction. Not all of this, but in general. Trump says he'll be a dictator on day one. (laughs) And legal experts are concerned. Now, I heard the comment that headline right there comes from the Boston Globe. Wednesday, Thursday. Not sure exactly what day. Legal scholars, political observers, and Democratic lawmakers blasted former President Donald Trump for saying Tuesday that he won't be a dictator if he wins re-election, other than on day one. You know, I, I listen to things like that, and I know the former president loves to shoot from the hip. But really? Really? So I and and I get it. He's going to try to go after Biden because Biden and company kind of went after him and it's back and forth like that. How about let's run the United States of America to the best possible. Okay. President Biden and he did this in Beantown. And here's the the direct quote If Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running. But we cannot let him win for the sake of our country. Uncle Joe, look what the heck is going on in our country. Yesterday, I'm just going to give you a a, for instance. Yesterday, President Biden is touting the fact that the unemployment number is holding steady and down. And for, I guess, 22 months, thereabouts, it's been under 4%. He's taking credit for that. As you know, I like to talk about the number of people that are actually filing for an unemployment claim. To me, that number speaks volumes. From the I Need Work Economy, the initial jobless claims for the week ending December 2nd which would have been a week ago today, two hundred and twenty thousand filers that's for one week, and basically that was for the last week of November, last week of November, I think there were a hundred and ninety thousand jobs. Created, as they like to say, for the entire month of November. 220,000 people lost, I want to say lost, filed an unemployment claim. By the way, that's that's up 1,000 filers from the previous week. 219,000. So this is what we have going on. And, you know, he, he wants platitudes, pats on the back. And saying, basically, my interpretation of this, you might have a different one, but basically the president is coming out and and saying, well, I wouldn't be running for president. I'm 81 years old. I don't need this job. But since Donald Trump is is still in the race or putting himself in the race, I've got to run because I'm the only one who can beat him. Sad reality might be he might be the only Democrat out there today who could beat him. But what is that telling us? Do you want four more years of what you're what you're having right now? Not that I want four years of Donald Trump, who is going to be a dictator for one day. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. Maybe you do. I don't. All right. Iana Presley. I I like a lot of the stuff that I get from New Boston Post. I I consider it a good, timely, uh, fairly conservative online newspaper. I'm not too crazy about the attack that they did on Iana Presley, Congresswoman Presley, because she voted no on a resolution condemning rising anti-Semitism in the United States and around the globe. As I like to say, you have to sometimes read between the lines to try to find out, well, why would she be against uh, a a resolution that's condemning anti-Semitism? And then you go on to read the resolution, and you you see a little bit more. And one of the things in this resolution had had a, a, a line. I think it was item number three, line item number three. That basically equates anti-Zionism with being anti-Semitic. And I said my. It's not true. You can be an, an anti-Zionist. And not be anti-Semitic. I know. What about Jewish people? There are a lot of Jewish people. That are against Zionism. But they're not against their, their own religion. Their own faith. And I think in New Boston Post, you know, what they're trying to do is point out that you've got this Congress person who was condemning it. By the way, by the way, she may have voted no, but there were three Congress people from Massachusetts, Lori Trahan, Jim McGovern, and uh, Catherine Clark who voted present. Look, I if if that's the only reason for um, Ayanna Presley voting no, then I would vote no myself. I do not consider myself anti-Semitic, although we have had a caller call in and say, "Boy, sounds anti-Semitic to me." Well, hate to tell you, my man, but I'm not. But the The Zionists who uh, are are bleeding uh Judaism into into what they want to do that, uh, i I am definitely against that uh, if you'd like to comment five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred but Presley, you mean if you if you're thinking I'm going to vote for her, absolutely not, but she's not in my district I do hear. That um, Bob Kraft, Robert Kraft, the owner of the of the Patriots and the New England Revolution. He has a son who is considering I think his name is Josh considering running for that congressional seat all of this time. I thought that Robert Kraft just had one son, and the the one that's the president of the football team. I didn't know that there was another one lurking. Here comes Santa Claus. Uh, Yeah, Popeye and Santa probably shouldn't be confused, but they kind of sound cool. And you know what's going to sound pretty cool right here on 1420 AM and also at 99.5 FM and on the WBSM app and at WBSM.com. This coming Friday, 7 o'clock, Santa Claus is going to be in studio taking your phone calls. Now, as a grown-up, you might not want to make that call, but maybe a kid or a child or two or three of yours might want to do so. And so, thanks to the New Bedford Fire Union Local 841 that seven o'clock hour, seven to eight o'clock, will be totally commercial free. So we can take as many calls from the kids and kids at heart as possible. Again, that's going to be coming up on Friday evening, seven o'clock, right here on WBSM. 508 996 0500 to get onto the show. Hello. Good morning. Good morning.
3: Yeah, I, I've noticed something over the last couple of weeks i tried to call uh, on my ground phone, and I just get ringing and no answer. I picked up my cell phone, and I got through to you. I, it, 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 it's strange to me, because I always used to call on the ground line. I got in the house, you know. And I haven't, haven't been able to get through on that.
0: Okay. How can I help I, you I, with that?
3: Well, I don't know. <laughs> I It's just—it's confusing to me. That's
0: all. It's confusing to you. Is it confusing (laughs) to me? I don't know. I I
3: don't know. You're operating the uh, board there. I just wonder if anybody else. You think it's on
0: my end? You use one phone and you can get through. You use another phone and you can't. And you want me to look at my board? Is that what I'm hearing? No. Is that what I'm hearing? No. That's what you said. No. That's what you did. Oh, come on now.
3: Look, it's not a big problem. I know know it's
0: not. Don't even worry about it. It's the holiday season. Be in good cheer.
3: Yeah. You know, you were talking about the election there, Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I think it's a a sad state of affairs that we've got to uh, give or take. This is a second argument. There's around 350 million people in this country. Would that be fair to say? Say that again. There's about 350 million uh, people. Yeah, that's that's
0: a good somewhere between 340 and 350. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and these are the only two people we can come up with. No, that
0: you know it. No, but that's what we are being led to believe. Uh, the the two major front runners, they get all the PR, uh, they get the, the major backing. But there are other people out there it, the folks just want to they they're thinking Republican or Democrat. You're right yeah. to think that there are other folks out there. But you're also and I'm going to say you're also correct in thinking that the majority of people are thinking it's got to be one or the other. Because you know why? Because they're too afraid to put the foot in the water, thinking that there's a piranha or an alligator down there.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I just can't get excited about a repeat performance here of 2020. I, it's not, it's not exactly leading me to the polls, you
0: know. Same here. You know, I, I, I will, I will probably vote for the Libertarian candidate because that person at least will espouse the views that I appreciate and whatnot. I know that that candidate probably won't, won't even come in third place, but uh, that's the way I'm going to go. I I vote my heart. I vote my wallet. I vote what I like. I don't vote because I want the lesser of two or three evils.
3: Yeah. I I just, I don't know, you know, I, I, I I'm more interested actually in the local elections and the, the House and the Senate and things like that, because when it comes to the presidential elections in recent years, I'm just not very enthusiastic about the, about the people that are put in front of me there
0: to vote. For I got it. you, man. I, I hear you loud and clear. let Let's see you You had Trump or Biden You had uh, Hillary or Trump. You had, um, Obama and, and McCain. um, uh, who, huh? I think Obama ran against
3: McCain in his Ma- second
0: term. At- in the second one. Yeah. Was- yeah. Or the first one, yeah. one or the other. I mean, that it, McCain it was okay, but uh, again, it wasn't, wasn't all that great as, you know, I'm happy for his service okay. and what he went through, but, uh, there are a lot of things that I, voted, I I couldn't stomach with him.
3: I voted for uh, Obama the first his first uh, time he ran. I got to admit the guy had a lot of charisma. He, he, he was a you know he's a good public speaker, and the fact was that he was young. I mean, I look at these guys and I see you know like really tired old men. <laughs> you know, and I'd like to see somebody with some energy get in there and uh, something new. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I energy, something new. I, I, I want someone that is going to really stick up for the United States of America, follow the Constitution. That's what I want. And I don't see it with any of the candidates out there at this particular time. I do appreciate your call, and I, I hope that you can get the other phone to work.